0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the OOFTA Podcast, Season 3, Episode 34. I'm Jordan Rudolph.
1: And I'm Emily O'Connor.
0: We are broadcasting recording today off of a brand new computer, so hopefully everything turns out okay.
1: Fingers crossed that it will be better. Yeah. Uh, I did bring my other computer just in case, but it appears to all be working, so at the time of recording, you're either going to hear this intro or probably the other one that says, hey, we're back, Uh round two. Our fingers are crossed, and I, I have faith that it will stay. Yes. You are hearing this.
0: Yes. Hopefully the sound is that much better, too. But it should, shouldn't be.
1: It's all the Maybe. same equipment, but yeah. that's okay.
0: Um. Anyways, guys, we hope that you're doing well. We, uh, we, have, we have the topic that we're going to get to. If anyone follows us on Facebook, it, personally, like friends with Emily or I on Facebook, there's a conversation that's going to be happening soon in one of the episodes that uh, is dress uh, addressing a topic that is probably going to be a little polarizing mm-hmm. and um, a little bit heated, and it's and it's uh, the topic of it is uh, should your coach or trainer um, look or I think it was look the part as a coach or trainer and 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 do that, and should your doctor who's prescribing you for weight loss also be like somebody who looks like they are good at weight loss? Um, so there's a couple of different ways we can spin that one, but just to let you guys know, like I keep having people ask me about it, it's not going to be this episode again. <laughs> it's Whoops. coming. Yeah. Uh, we just need a day to sit down because it's going to be longer than like a 15, 20 minute one that we've traditionally been doing. Right.
1: And I think that topic with it being so polarizing, not that we don't put thought into all of our episodes, not that we don't want to always bring you a surprisingly fresh take, but I think really dedicating the amount of time to explore yeah. each avenue of that um, would only be fitting to do that. Such a nuanced topic, justice.
0: Plus, you and I need to be like a little riled up. I think right. going into that one.
1: I think like, a morning recording. Like a,
0: I was just gonna say, like a fresh morning one, like yeah. something in the morning where we need to go and, and and hop in. Like I was just gonna say that, like a morning right. one, like with my decaf coffee next to me.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say coffee, but yes, then you switched to. Yeah,
0: maybe I'll I'll do like a three quarter quarter pot right and i don't uh, know
1: how hard that will hit Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then we need to do it right so it's coming it's coming in the next probably two to three episodes i would say anyway today we're talking about the sport you forgot to train for and uh the sport that we were referring to is life the sport of life yep we had a post on this i don't know maybe a couple months ago on our social media channels yeah did really well a lot of people responded well to it And what we wanted to do in this episode was talk to you a little bit about how this sport of life, the things that you don't think, or maybe the things that you truly do think about, but how we can, uh, incorporate that into a health and fitness program Mm -hmm. that doesn't have to make you feel so all or none and help you kind of navigate through that, through structure and through consistency. Um, yeah yeah and talk about everything in between that
1: yeah i think first off like when we think training we often think training for a sport or a specific event where there is a day series of days season where that is where we want to in training world peak right or we want our performance to be the highest on x days months weeks etc but in life that doesn't always happen. It can certainly, Um, I was just talking to a member who has another big trip or another hike, or maybe we do have members who do compete in a sport and have a race. But I would say the majority of our members are simply training, maybe not so simply, but training for life where things are a little bit messier. It's a little bit more gray area and maybe not as structured with things that come up as much as we would like it to be a set day, month, week where we peak throughout the year, we really almost have to be ready to go at any given moment, depending on what life demands, which can lead to, from a training side, approaching that a little bit differently as we get into the gym.
0: Yeah, if we think, just take one sport, for example, I know we've talked about this, and it might have been our our 1.0 podcast back on Facebook Live, but when we think about a sport, and like you just said, I Emma, mean, you're you're kind of naming the different seasons of the sport. But let's just take football for example. We we are in mid season in, in the NFL.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, college football is now into the post season. Um, high school football is over, so we think about those seasons. And let's just take NFL for an example. We think about the NFL. They have season. They have pre. They have preseason, season, postseason, end of season off-season, training camp, preseason, right? Like they they have all of these different things. And, and if you are a strength and conditioning coach or a trainer or whatever, you would know exactly how to program for each of those seasons and when we need them to peak, when then we need them to be at their best, what we need to do to maintain, injury prevent, uh, X, Y, Z. In life, if you don't play a sport, the sport is life. And you have to be prepared for what? Like, right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you prepared for? And my mentor, uh, Alan, will say that his uh, battle with cancer twice, the stage four, I think it was like the worst you can get. The only thing that he feels like saved him and he still will shout this from the rooftops is because of his fitness. Like, that's the only thing that saved him. And he didn't know that his fitness and him working on his fitness was going to be. To help him actually battle the strongest fight of his life like the hardest fight most difficult fight of his life right mm-hmm. so when we think about this part of it the sport you forgot to train for is life so how are you preparing for when life happens mm-hmm. is is maybe the better question yeah so how how do we help people prepare for that and how can we kind of skin the cat if you will right for preparing people on that edge
1: mm-hmm. and I think it takes multiple facets right so when we think of what, what are we preparing for, or how are you preparing for it? Maybe defining the what is one thing that is important, right? Like we talked about goal setting quite a bit ago and kind of working backwards. but what do you want to be able to do? What things are you required to do as a result of your job? if you have kids, grandkids, things you want to do? What are those movements? What are the day-to-day tasks? And then designing, a program that will fit within those so when we sit down with someone here yes we ask about injury history and all the things that matter right the medical side the if there's surgeries things like that but we also ask like what do you want to be able to do what do you want your life to look like if we could flip a switch and we could make your dream a reality right now what does that look like for you and then we can reverse engineer and say okay i know to be able to do that we have to have a strong core we have to be able to move in space with load and be able to brace against that varied load if one of the things you want to be able to do is carry all your groceries into the uh, into the house in one trip as we all often strive to do then we have to be able to do that so taking into account those movements, but also then pairing them with functional fitness or applied fitness movements where we can say, this is directly helping that.
0: The stuff that we do for what we would call a general pop population, gen pop, somebody who's not training for a specific sport is the easy way to just say gen pop. Like there's, there's factors that we have to consider of. What do they do? Like you just said, injury history, exercise history, professional history. Like what do they do for a job? What is their family like what is their what does their lifestyle look like? Mm-hmm. And what do they what are they what can't they do? What do they want to do? What are they afraid of doing? Um and and we incorporate that into our programs and we call it applied fitness, right? The other thing that comes into play there, what you were just saying, em, to me was what happens when you like if there were an injury or if you were diagnosed with uh, a a terrible disease right what if those things happen like how is your body prepared to battle that to go do battle for that to to play in that sport uh is your body primed and ready um at a position to uh age well Mm -hmm. right to stay independent to stay injury free um to to keep off of the the Other diseases and and comorbidities and 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 all the stuff that's out there because of obesity and everything else right so to us like the sport of life applies to everyone and oftentimes when we can apply it to a sport we can make it more direct and we can get benefits from it but there's so many Positive side effects of like doing this we just we we consider everything when we think about life and we But we can't at the same time. Mm -hmm. We don't know if there's gonna be a car accident around the corner We don't know if there's gonna be a diagnosis We don't know if you're gonna trip and fall and break your hip or break your leg break your shoulder break your elbow break your wrist We don't know those things, but if your body is prepared for it and you're on a, a structured program that does so And it might just start off as moving, but the more specific you can get for like making sure all these things are happening, better off you're going to be.
1: Absolutely. And I, what you just said there, like the unknowns really kind of come into play here. And often it's hard when we're thinking in terms of life to conceptualize those because we have this, it won't happen to me mentality. And unfortunately, a lot of people have been in the situation where it won't happen to me happens to someone close to you and really brings you back down and kind of reframes that and almost hits close to home too much a little mm-hmm. bit, right? But knowing a little bit in the back of your mind of like, okay, these things are out there, right? Respect the the process. Obviously we never hope that they will happen, but all of those accidents might happen. And the more prepared we can be, the better you'll be when or if they do. On um, with that, being able to, with that unknown, bring it back and bring it into, okay, what do I have to do now, right, can be challenging because it's not an immediate goal. It's not a race where we say, okay, I have a date on the calendar. We have to do these things and be diligent in, like we were talking about last week, some of the non-negotiables when things are rough, when the schedule isn't ideal, those pieces all staying consistent throughout will make a big difference when it comes to the end of the day and something accidental does happen as you get into life
0: for sure and and the, the other part of that is if you if we take football as the example again all right you play football what position do you play and then it's offense or defense and then what position is that? And then there's a, there's a program that's applied for that specific uh, position for that specific needs. Mm -hmm. And within the scope of the sport of football, we also know again, NFL speaking, you're, you're, you're going to be playing four quarters. You're, you're going to have 50 to 50, 60 snaps a game, depending on which position you're playing. Um, Depending on what it is, do we need to have you be more explosive, agile, agile, uh, top speed, acceleration, like all of those things? Do we need to have you just be more pure strength, where you can own your position on the ground? Do we have to have you be able to rotate, kick, whatever it is, like we for for sixty minutes, one day a week for twenty weeks out of the year or twenty four weeks out of the year, sometimes twenty seven if we're thinking Super Bowl, like like we can map we can map all of those out. But here's the thing about life, like it happens every day. Mm-hmm. 365 days a year 52 weeks 12 months like it it it, it happens every day and we can't plan uh, a plan for everything so if we have a plan that helps combat the unknowns and prepares you for the unknowns and gives your body that resiliency and gives your body that strength uh, gives your body that cardiovascular fitness whatever it is those things all come into play for when you need them But what happens is people react. They they don't like they 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 don't train this way or they don't want to go to a gym or don't work on their health and fitness um, because they don't need to until they have to Mm -hmm. for ninety percent or more of the people, right? So when when it comes down to that scenario, um, because of that reaction thing, like what are you waiting for? Like what are you really truly waiting for? Something's wrong, and if that's the case. Whatever you've done the last 90 days, six months, six years, 60 years prior to that mm-hmm. is what's leading you up to how your body is responding to that given moment when you need it to respond potentially the most. Mm-hmm. It's not like we can say, fourth quarter, I need you to burn your guy so that we're going to go a go route. We have fourth and 14 to hit in the field goal range. We need it. We need these yards here. We we can't prepare for that in life. Mm-hmm. So we just have to do it all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah. Does that it, make sense? Am I making sense on that? It
1: It, it absolutely makes sense. I think... It's the kind of cliche saying like the best time to start was like yesterday, right? right. Or like the other, like what are we? Yeah. Why are like yesterday? You wish you would have started today or yeah. whatever that saying is. Yeah. I'm sure the listeners know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hopefully, you know what I'm talking oh, about.
0: Sound right? So keep going. <laughs> I mean, it might be both of them. I don't <laughs> know,
1: <laughs> or probably a combination of. But I think we get in those situations where. When we are sick, like the only thing you want to do is not be sick, Mm -hmm. right? But when you are healthy and you're not sick, you're like, oh, like we almost take it for granted. Yeah. But I think when we think training for life, it's all about not taking it for granted and taking the moments when we do have the opportunity to make things happen to do it. Even if we're not feeling the greatest, maybe we're unmotivated, maybe we like life is busy, but like. To be honest, life's always going to be busy. So, how can we then adjust the plan that we can execute it when life is still busy? 100%. Because that's what training for life is. It's that's not tra- reading. I was,
0: I was just going to say that's what training for life is. Like we we are already training for when you get busy, when you get stressed, mm-hmm. when you need the most out of yourself possible to succeed or get through whatever it is that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we train for. We we, we always need that. Mm-hmm. You can't just wait for it. You always need it. For sure. I was just going to say that before, before you okay. got off. Um, but that, that's what it is. Like, that's mm-hmm. training for the sport that you forgot. Like, as we age and everybody's back gets a little bit of degeneration in it, everybody's knees get a little bit of degeneration in them. Sometimes they are identified by an x-ray. Sometimes they are put, the, the, the fear of God is put into you because the de- x-ray is identifying that. Sometimes people have pain from them. Sometimes there is zero pain at all, and people can have a bulge disc for thirty years and feel no pain from it, and bone on bone, and they don't feel it because that's just the way the body works, Mm -hmm. right? So the diagnosis is one thing, but what is it? What is it? What are you limiting and doing, right? So when when we think about all of those things coming into play, there, there's there's that's life. Like that is life. So why wait for those things to happen to then basically be something that you're trying to work backwards on when you can be proactive in this whole thing? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, yeah, I was just going to use the word proactive instead of reactive, right? Kind of the opposite, the antithesis of waiting around and hoping that it won't happen. And then all of a sudden we're in a situation where something does, we can get proactive with this. We just might not see the finish line ahead of us. Mm -hmm. It might be a situation where, we do have to, when we think goal setting, instead of seeing the end result, we have to set some of those smaller process goals. So when we are training, like, what what do we enjoy doing? Is there a lift that sounds good to you? Are you just looking to start a movement practice? Like, what sounds most fun, mm-hmm. right? Just start there. Like, if you're not doing anything, what sounds the most approachable? What is the most doable? What is the most realistic and continuous habit that you can stick with? And then we can refine and we can make it a little bit better. But once we build the habit of doing something, then everything else comes a little bit easier down the road too.
0: It should. It should. Mm-hmm. And this is how we train for the sport. And again, there's a lot of crossover for training for sports, for people who'd exercise. Like everything's beneficial. There's mm-hmm. there's rarely anything ever out there. The only reason why it's not beneficial is if you do too much or too much or too much too soon. That's the only time exercise is not beneficial, right? Um... So we think about this sport of life and what you can go through and do with it and the sport that you can be training for. We can, we can go through all of these things so that if something were to happen, you are prepared. Your body's prepared mentally, physically, potentially even emotionally through all of that. Like if you, just having that conversation, if, if you, if we have all of this degeneration in our spine and our lumbar as we age, if we do end up having low back pain, if I've got a strong core, strong body, strong glutes, strong feet, like all the things when that happens, then I'm. I know I'm going to be more successful in coming through out of that than somebody who didn't. Absolutely, it's a no It's a no-brainer. Like right. we, you and I don't need to be a health professional, fitness professional to know that.
1: Know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we've had. I mean, proof is it. Like we've had people come in and tell us just that. Mm-hmm. Right. Whether they had or whether they didn't or. If we're working with someone who is preparing for an upcoming surgery right like we know that if you go into surgery stronger you will come out stronger the other way you're already you're establishing a base that will carry you through whatever might come up whether it be a planned thing or whether it be an accidental or like mishap of a thing or an unexpected thing
0: yeah, we're we're never we're never gonna prepare somebody for the worst, right? We're not we're not when somebody comes in, I'm not thinking you aren't either. When we're talking no. to them in their first consult. You know what you could get in an accident tomorrow. You know, right. you could break your leg, you could fall on the stairs in, in a week. Right. We're not we're not preparing those things in, in, in the fitness program. But what we're doing is we're making it a well-rounded program and we're trying to catch all the nooks and crannies, dot all the all the I's cross all the Ts and, and everything that we can do in a health and fitness program. I remember my words from earlier. It was holistic fitness. Mm. We need to use the word holistic fitness. It's applied fitness. What we do here is holistic fitness. Mm. Sorry, guys. There was a conversation we were having pre-recording. And there was a top, There was a term that I came up with the other day. And I really wanted to start using it in, in our podcast. And I told Emily I couldn't remember what it was. My brain's mush. And I just remembered it in the middle of our damn show. <laughs> holistic fitness. Like what we do in this sport of life is apply holistic fitness. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I feel like our I I I wanted to go and talk about this in a team meeting someday. Like this might be our job here. Like we, we we're not just personal trainers, we're we're fitness professionals of a holistic fitness. Mm-hmm. So kind of getting back on track, but that what I was getting to there is that we can apply this holistically to mm-hmm. catch all of those things so that if any of these things were to happen, mm-hmm. God forbid, right? But if they were, you're ready. Absolutely. And if you're not doing this stuff, then you're not ready for the sport of life. You forgot to train for it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's to put it in like a very realistic example of what we do. It's why when someone comes to us and says, I just want to lose body fat, we start with a movement screen. Mm -hmm. If someone comes to us, actually, regardless of your goal, but any goal, I I don't know that anyone has ever come in and said, I would like to improve my fitness score tests on the functional movement screen and the active life movement screen most people don't even know what they are but we utilize these to it's
0: so true which,
1: in a in the best way like yeah. you don't have to know what they are so that's not that is a good thing honestly yeah. but we use these screens to say okay cool we're going to get you to your goal of fat loss we're going to get you to your goal of moving pain free we're going to get you to your goal of playing a better golf game but along the way, we're also going to correct some of these movement deficiencies that are holding you back from things that you might not even realize that you can't do or that are harder to do than you should. they should be able to with the body that you're living in, right? It's kind of that tag along effect. And along the way, we turn into truly that encompasses the holistic view.
0: If we have a golfer come in, if we have a softball player come in, if we have a volleyball player come in, if we have a basketball player come in which we have all right now, mm-hmm. uh, not basketball at the moment, but everybody else, Um, they all go through the quote-unquote life screen first, right? Yep. They, they don't even do the sport thing. Mm-hmm. What we do after the life screen is we take them through their sport-specific things that we want to make sure we're seeing that can be directly applied to the sport. Mm-hmm. Like, the, but, but everyone does the same thing when they come in here first. Everyone starts in the same spot. Yep. And a lot of that is also encompassing, when I say the life screen, that's also encompassing all the questions that we ask somebody when we sit down to make sure we fully understand them. Right. And that's how we build the programs. Mm-hmm. Like literally everything is considered. Mm-hmm. Everything. As much as we possibly can.
1: Absolutely. Well, and it, it is so because it all matters, right? Like We would be doing a disservice to people Correct. if we didn't consider all of these things, especially when... We want to train people for the sport of life. Yeah, and they want to train for the sport of life, even if they don't use the exact phrase.
0: My my mind goes like, you cannot not take the stairs. You can forever. Mm -hmm. You cannot not play with your kids or grandkids forever. You cannot not go on vacation and want to go on vacations. You can like like it's we cannot not have these people do that. Mm -hmm. Right, they have to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So how do we get them to be able to do that? Absolutely. And that's our program. That's life. That is that is what we focus on. So what we're ultimately getting to here is you don't have to do, you don't have to train like an athlete. You don't have to train like you used to. A lot of guys, I think, have this, they loved to do it. They still like have that little like X factor that brings back like that nostalgic kind of piece when they trained, when they were in high school, college, when they were playing the sport, but you don't have to train like that anymore. That's not what we do when we train for life,
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Yeah.
0: Get a little bit of the, I've said right a lot. Get a little bit of the, the mixture of everything like let the fitness professional take care of you but you also necessarily don't need to be on as much as we hate to say it a structured program we just need to get people moving like you need to consider all the things you need to make sure you're focusing on core strength you need to make sure you're focusing on there's going to be mixed words of this a lot of people like to say flexibility you need to make sure your joints are moving the way they're supposed to be moving mobility right you need to make sure there it is again you need to make sure you're focusing on strength you you need those things. Those things have to be in every fitness program out there. This is why just yoga doesn't work well long term or just Pilates or just CrossFit mm-hmm. or just us. Yeah. Just what we do here. Like we can't do everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So I'm not gonna say it that time. I almost did. <laughs> so when we go through that mantra, if we can try to include as much of those components of what we know is beneficial of Pilates, of CrossFit of yoga and we can make that into a holistic fitness program. Mm -hmm. That's where I feel like the life really comes into play. The sport of life really comes Mm -hmm. into play.
1: Absolutely. And then then it's about taking that training and then applying it right to your outside, right? So there is an aspect of not forgetting everything you've done when we go to do Something else mm-hmm. outside in life, like being mindful of the positions that we're in throughout the day. Yeah, being mindful of how we're moving our body, if we're moving our body throughout the day, it doesn't have to mean like we pick up a pencil as if we're dead lifting a hex bar off the floor, right? But
0: speak for yourself. It's,
1: <laughs> but it's being mindful of, hey, if I wouldn't, you know, go raise my arms over my head for four hours and do overhead press in the gym, maybe painting for four hours is too much overhead right so it's kind of being mindful of those as well
0: but 100%. And, it's all and,
1: about the application
0: and again if we know if we know we have a farmer for an example right mm-hmm. we have multiple farmers if we know that that's what they're doing in their lifestyle like training we're, we're training for that where that's incorporated in their stuff yes it's, it's not going to be not effective. if we know somebody's sitting for a lot of times a day we're trying to get their body to be opened up and we know that we're going to be more quad dominant so let's focus more on posterior chain dominance we have pieces of it but that's why we do this quote-unquote life screen when people come in and mm-hmm the unity screen whatever you want to call it but yeah that that's the sport that's the sport of life all the things that come into play and there's no season for this Mm -hmm. right we can't map this out on a calendar and say this is it when people have specific goals or deadlines though if they have a wedding that they're preparing for if they have a a vacation that they're preparing for Mm a 50k Mm and like something yeah if we know that there's something that happens that they choose to do not choose. it's more so choice But if we know that there's events happening in their life that we can help them prepare for, that is then tailored into the sport of life program and it might get more sport specific or what we can say event specific or time sensitive for weight loss goals, for example. Those things then get applied into the program. So it might change a little bit Mm -hmm. in there. It's more applicable to that. Otherwise, we can't just throw January through December on a calendar and just tell people, hey, you're going to be in season right here
1: yeah right all of the things that you are required you have to do them in the month of may yeah. like that just doesn't work
0: typically what we know here except for our skiers and 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 outdoor people in the winter which we snowshoers and skiers we do have a we do have a, quite a few of those most people in our gym are active outside of our doors doing something golf riding bike hiking canoeing traveling vacationing and a lot of that happens from april to october yeah right so it's 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 the midwest for anybody's listening it's not in the midwest i'm gonna sneeze so typically then from november to marchish
2: bless you, bless we you. can
0: focus thank you on different things and maybe we have different priorities that people will say hey i want to test my strength now hey i want to test this now hey I, no, last sure. summer i didn't like my annual vacation to this because of that yeah and then we can put that into play in the quote unquote off season. Mm-hmm. But then what, Like we forget that there's Christmas right now, holidays yeah. right now.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that's where like all of the little things come into play. So regardless of what like the main goal is, we're still working on all those things that you said. We yeah, still they never have, stop. Right. We still have an aspect of core strength. We still have an aspect of flexibility. We still yeah. have an aspect of all of these different little pieces so that when asked of us, we can still perform. It's not we drop everything and only pursue a goal. It's we make sure that all these little pieces are in play.
0: And the other piece to that too, with all those little things happening, we do also create in, in the scope of creating a program, there's a macrocycle, mesocycle, microcycle. And all of those cycles have a different intention, focus, purpose. Mm-hmm you can't also just do the same thing over and over and over all year long and think that you're supposed to get better or more results from it. So what we do is we take somebody through what we call a progressive overload program with structure, technique, practice, uh, very driven purpose that allows them to fluctuate in and out of high reps, low reps, medium reps, uh, light weights, high, uh, lower or heavy weights. <laughs> and it fluctuates through their structured program to kind of keep them flowing through it when they're ready for it. But it also keeps them on this general population program, if you will, this program for life with all the little things considered. But we also know we can't just keep doing that same thing over and over and over and expect the results to happen. There Mm -hmm. there has to be some change. So we apply principles from sports specific programming or strength programming in general to the Gen Pop program, which is why if you're listening to this as as a Unity member, Unity client, you understand that there's different phases and different priorities in those different phases that focus on different things that help you through it.
1: Absolutely. I think we touched a little bit just for the listeners. Note, if you haven't seen, checked out our progressive overload episode, we talk a lot about that. Well, that was a while
0: it, ago, I think. Too. It
1: was, but yeah. we talked, we had a whole episode on the principle of progressive overload and how we apply that in our strength training programs. So if you haven't seen i see i keep saying seen if you haven't listened to that episode make sure you go check that one out um especially if you're someone who maybe is just kind of thinking about starting some sort of strength training um and aren't really sure how or what that could look like we we give a pretty pretty good blueprint um of progressive overload throughout that
0: looks like it was season i i will take this in the notes in case anybody really wants to see it season two episode 23 this thing was like we're in season what is this episode 34 yeah
1: of season four. i don't know
0: how many things we did in season two this is probably close to the end yeah but this is at least 30 something weeks ago yeah so so
1: maybe if you, even if you did listen to it yeah. maybe go refresh if yeah, uh, yeah. If you don't remember it
0: progressive overload principle the episode is called the best principle to implement for sustainable results Hmm. <laughs> hmm. and so it's explicit expl- by the way
1: so Jordan swears somewhere in that episode.
0: <laughs> I didn't swear this time.
1: No, I didn't yet, say you did.
0: Yeah. But anywho, uh, that that's the sport of life. That's the thing you forgot to train for, that the thing that you don't think about that you're training for to keep you mobile, to keep you fresh, to keep you alert. And the thing that we're not talking about at all through this whole thing is the long like the longevity benefits of it. Mm-hmm. That, that that part's there. But the thing we're not talking about at all is there's so many positive benefits. To exercise fitness that affects the brain Mm -hmm. that affects mental health we can talk about that side of mental health but just from the sharpness of the brain I see and get to be around 60 and 70 year olds quite often family places that I go things that I do all over the people who seem to have their you know what together the most are the people that have exercise or fitness as a routine of them they seem sharper they seem quicker they seem more alive they seem more fresh that stuff is part of longevity we don't talk about that side enough that's also life like like we don't want you to live dependently as as you age Mm -hmm. anybody listening to this doesn't matter your age we don't want you to have to live dependently but if you were have to live dependently at least be strong at least be mobile when you're doing it
1: absolutely absolutely i think that about wraps it up for this episode As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening all the way through. We very much appreciate it. Share this episode with someone who you think will find it valuable. We always appreciate that. Getting our surprisingly fresh takes out to more people. Leave us a rating, a review, uh, subscribe, download, all the things that help us to grow organically. And we will catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody.
0: Thanks, guys.